This is the Misadventures of Us. The podcast about everything, nothing, and everything in between. All right. Bobby, how has your day been? Um, I felt mildly successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so mildly successful as opposed to like super successful. So why only mildly? Um, I woke up at 10.30 today to my sister calling me. Um, and poor her. She is stuck in Idaho right now. Yes. Um, as we are recording, she is stuck in an airport in Idaho. No, she's not oh. stuck in in an airport, she's at my mom's. Okay. Um, Which no, is so... somehow even worse. <laughs> uh... I mean, airport terminal, your mother's. Um, for those of you that are not watching, I'm making terrible faces. Um, just terrible faces. I don't get along very well with my mom. Um, and recently, actually, just had a massive blowout with her at a family gathering, which we can talk about. Not today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, she's. But my sister is currently stuck in Idaho um, due to the weather. Her flight back to Pennsylvania, there apparently was just so many flight cancellations that there was no way to put her on a standby flight sooner than this Thursday. We're recording on a Tuesday. Yeah. The wild thing about that is that over the last couple of years, it's been. We've been losing kind of uh, workers in like every field because everyone's just done with corporate BS. So we've been losing flight attendants and pilots for a while now. And then a massive storm throws everything out of the loop and suddenly... Well, it's not safe enough to fly. That's the other part of the problem is that like she... I don't know where her connecting flight originally was to, Um she mentioned something about Denver, but I think that might be her new standby flight. It's um, she has it a layover. Memphis? I have no idea, but um, I know that she had a layover at some point in Pittsburgh, and her Pittsburgh. The problem was is that they delayed her flight. Yeah. Until after her Pittsburgh flight. Yeah, you can't really... And she was like, I'm not going to make that. There's no way unless we can go back in time. So now her and her connecting flight... She can make her connecting flight, so now she's up the creek without a paddle. Yeah, but... um, So she's staying at my mom's, um, and um, my stepdad and my mom together, unwillingly, um, figured (laughs) out how to get her home which was good but um i talked to my sister for probably about three hours and during that process i played mahjong um on my bed are you in good my at pajamas. mahjong i um so i wouldn't say like actual mahjong um where it's like the like clicky match everything um in the giant square setup and you're like grabbing okay part like pieces from other people um if that makes sense like i'm i'm not I've never played it that way. But when it comes to just like the matching on like games on your phone, I am pretty gosh darn <laughs> good at it. Considering the back, the fact that I played it for like three hours straight. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I only ask because I am definitely a believer in play the games you want to play, even if you're not good at them. Like yeah. I am atrocious at chess. But it's one of my You fav- and your dad play all the time, though. Oh, yeah. We play. And practice makes perfect. We play once or you twice a week. I tried beating uh, my brother when he was up for oh, yeah? Christmas. 
it went not good because he's been playing against like computer programs. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me about your brother in any way, shape, or form. No, no. He, um, is, he seems like a chess player. And that's not meant to be like stereotypical or mean. No. Um, he, your brother is a legit person. Yeah, he is very interesting. He is currently wrapping up his master's in. I want to say either commercial music or music education. He's working the gig life down in Vegas right now, which is awesome for him. Um, But yeah, he is very focused and determined whenever he wants to be. Mm -hmm. So it does not surprise me that he's good at chess. Yeah. (laughs) I, I won back my honor a little bit. I think I maybe beat him once at smash bros while we were up while he was up <laughs> well, i mean if you're playing smash bros that's something different but um yeah totally I what I was apples say. and oranges yeah um anyway after you got off the phone playing mahjong oh, yeah. <laughs> um, playing mahjong with my sister um i cleaned my room a little bit um which i still have stuff in laundry um which i'm glad that i am reminded right now because now I'm going to hyper-focus on the fact that I have clothes in the washer, um, which is fine. Yeah, we're going to ignore it. it. If, if it gets too overpowering, <laughs> we're going to take a moment and take a break and fix it. But if it helps at all, I had two and a half weeks worth of laundry in my hamper that I hadn't folded. That doesn't help because <laughs> and then, we're not going to continue with that statement because it's horrifying for me. So we're fine. Well, I mean, um, it was clean laundry. Yeah. Well, I was like down to like the nothings. On oh, my, oh okay. I just procrastinated doing laundry for so long that it was just horrible. See, I was I, I still had clean. I just was too lazy. I mean, to... I have clean clothes. No. The problem was, is that I was like running out of clean under things. Ah, OK. So, so I was like, um, so you needed to do the laundry. Yeah, I did. Um, anyway, so after you cleaned your room and did your laundry, that that that's set up for this. Nice. So I went to, uh, let's see here. This morning I woke up at like nine, went to T-Mobile because it opened at 10. Mm-hmm. And I've been having issues with my USB-C char- port, charge port. Yes. And so I went in and I asked if there was anything that they could do. And this lovely young lady who was working there, I want to say about your age. So, so she's about 30. I was going to say mid to late 20s, but if you want to out yourself as 30, sure. (laughs) Um, I don't look it. No, you look about 12. I know. (laughs) Anyway. Um, The dude, hold on. Side note. Oh, Um, The dude that I got a ride home from, the lift that I got a ride home from, um, he, when I got in his car, he looked at me and he was like, "Um, do you have an adult with you? (laughs) I don't have a car right now to explain why I was taking a lift home from work. Um, and Sunday it was like just a terrible snowstorm. It was a mess. Um, but um, I was trying to get home and this guy was like, I can't drive you unless you have an adult. And I was like, what? And he goes, you need an adult with you? And I was like, I'm almost 30. And he goes, <laughs> no. And I said, do you need my ID? And he goes, I'm going to believe you, but you don't look anywhere near being 30. And I was like, 
Well, did you show him your tattoos? You need to be over 21 to get tattoos, right? And you need to be 18. 18. Ah. You need to be 18. Or have a parent or a legal guardian's signature um, to get those, which we're not going to talk about that. No, because parents. Gross. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have an amazing relationship you with my parents. You have awesome parents. I have the best parents. We have um in our in our like best friend group, we have another person. Um her name is B and um B and I have real terrible relationships with our parents. Um her stepdad is super awesome. My stepdad is super awesome. My dad is super awesome. Um, neither of you have good relationships with your mothers neither of us have great relationships (laughs) with our mothers so matt has the awesome mom i do she is best mom she is best mom and we all agree and b even says it yeah anyway where was i uh getting my phone fixed yes getting your phone i was i was in a t-mobile with a late 20s early 30s woman and she just shined her phone light into the charge port and was like you've got dust in there so she just goes to town with a can of compressed air and a uh, key for the SIM cards, those little mm-hmm. wire bits. And she just digs out dust, and it was working way better there at the store. I haven't gone home yet. We can try it on one of my chargers. We'll do that later. Anyway, yeah. we'll see if that holds true, but I'm optimistic about that phone charger working better now. Good. So after that, I went to the library. That would also explain why your phone charger was really loose. Yeah. Because you kept complaining that it was like super loose and not fitting right. Yeah, like the smallest nudge and it would fall out. Fall out. out. That happened to Bren's uh, phone back when he first moved in. And did he ever get it fixed or did he finally replace it? I fixed it. And then he dropped his phone and shattered his screen Ah, into a bajillion little pieces and had to upgrade his phone. So he has a phone similar to yours. Cool. Fun story, side story about uh, screen protectors. I, when I got my new phone, I got like a year and a half ago, right? Got Mm -hmm. my new phone, put a screen protector on it, and I wasn't patient. And so I got little dust particles and air bubbles in the... uh, Screen protector. And I'm like, okay, the second it cracks, I have two more as backups. The second it cracks, I will replace it. And then 14 months later, I had to deal with 14 months of air bubbles in my screen protector. And then it finally cracked. On my iPhone, I still have my original screen protector on there. And it's got terrible, terrible cracks. The screen itself is great underneath. But my iPhone screen protector has like the worst cracks. And there's like one that goes like straight through it. There's like a bunch (laughs) up on one corner, a bunch up on the other. Because I dropped my phone so many stinking times. It's not even funny. Yeah. um, For me, it was. And you throw your phone. Yeah. For me, it's like (laughs) spread your tiny wings and fly away type (laughs) bullshit. Um, for that first one that cracked, it was just a small crack in the corner. And I'm like, I am taking that as an excuse. So that was about four months ago. I replaced the screen protector. Everything was fine for about two months. And then I drop it at work. Wait, did you shatter that screen protector? Yeah, the second one shattered into a million bajillion pieces because I work in a kitchen. I drop it on stone tile, screen down. And it just shatters. But thank goodness, the screen was fine. 
So we I were went on the phone earlier and I bumped mine off the desk and I literally like watched it go like slap down. And I was like, um, I hope my phone's okay. And is it? Yeah, it's fine. Cool. But yeah, it went like flying around the room almost. It felt like. <laughs> nice. So after I got my phone fixed, I went to the library because I have I had a therapist appointment at two. Mm-hmm. For the record, everyone should go to therapy. If you can afford it. It should be made more accessible. <laughs> if you can afford it, if your insurance covers it. I do not care if you believe you are in the best mental health state possible. I do not care if you think that therapy Here's the way that I think of it. Every car needs an oil change, yeah? Yeah. Except for electronic cars. But even then, electronic cars need battery checkups and updates and things like that. But either way, every car needs some sort of maintenance. Yeah. Why the hell wouldn't you give the same maintenance that you're giving to your vehicle to your body, which is just your brain's vehicle. Yes. Yes, it is. Your bur- your body is just a meat puppet for your brain. I hate it when you say that. <laughs> it's the truth, though. It is. Neurons are just strings by which our limbs are pulled. Anyway. Gross. Okay. Um, keep going. <laughs> yeah. If you have the ability to go to therapy, it is great. Don't wait to go to therapy for just your worst possible point in your life. Like, having a therapist is fantastic, and I love it. Anyway, besides the point, I get out of therapy. I am... No, wait. I'm at the library. I fall asleep for two hours. I wake up. I go to therapy. I get out. I think to myself, I should go immediately to Bobby's to record the pod. And I reach down for my retractable ring from my bus pass. And my bus pass is gone. So I panic. I go back up to my therapist's office. I'm like, hey, did I leave it on the couch? She's like, you can check. But I didn't see anything. I check. It's not there. I'm like, oh, gosh, did I drop it somewhere on the way here? So I'm retracing my steps all the way back to the library. I get to the back corner to the comfy chair that I fell asleep in earlier. And the couch ate it. And the couch ate my bus pass. But I found it. And so then I got on the bus That took me to the speed rail that runs north and south where we live. Mm -hmm. And I get up to a closer station thinking that lift will be cheaper to get here. Because Mm -hmm. there's no real like... Okay, so I could go further north and connect to the light rail from the the speed rail. rail. Distance-wise is just... it's. Um, time-wise, it's the same amount of time. Mileage, it's closer for the light rail to get here, but it's yeah. the same amount of time to get here from the... Further north station. Um, from the speed rail. Yes. Anyway, so I'm getting on a lift in order to get here, or trying to get a lift, because... The- I don't have a car. And normally I pick him up. 
Yes. Because um, you don't have a car. You don't have a driver's license, but that's not I don't a have story a driver's license because I have terrible anxiety regarding driving. Um, initially, that was... We can talk about that another day. <laughs> another, another topic for another day. Anyway. We are talking about trauma bonding, which that is actually a very good trauma bonding moment. And that's oh, going to happen yes. later. So we'll cover that in a bit. Um, however, uh, when I was trying to get my lift here, the... Lyft app was like, hey, do you want to pay like 50 bucks for the dude to come here in an hour? Or do you want to do you want to pay 60 bucks for it to come in like 20 minutes? And I'm like, at this point, this is ridiculous. I'll pay the 50. So I paid the 50. I bit where I thought I paid the 50. I bit the bullet. I called Bobby. Explained that you were going to be paying 50, 50 bucks for yeah. a freaking Lyft ride that's less than 10 minutes away from my house. Yep. And I was like, I'll be here in like an hour and 15 minutes. And then I hang up and the app disconnected. The Lyft app had to disconnect it at some point due to a bad connection. And lucky for me, it didn't charge me the 50 bucks for that uh, Lyft. So I reconnected on the app and they're like, oh, yeah. Here's one for 14 bucks. It arrives in 10 minutes. Go nuts. So Which I just... is so much better. Yeah, my lift um, home on Sunday plus for tip con- was $73. Ooh, 73 Yeah. That's disgusting. For context, um, she works about 12 minutes from... Where, where she, I live. Yeah, from here. And because of the snow on Sunday. It was a blizzard. It was so bad. <laughs> um, my boyfriend couldn't come and get me to take me home because we live in a very hilly area. And getting out of our neighborhood, you have to go up like this giant hill and then go down a giant hill. And like there's no way his car, because his car is not a four wheel drive, no. was getting up the hill. My car probably could have done it, even though I'm not in a four-wheel drive car. I have a stick shift. And um, if you know how to drive a manual car, um, I feel like you have a little bit more control in the snow with manuals. Um, But even then, I still would have probably had some, like, massive difficulties driving up the hill. Um, But it was just a mess. So, yeah, I paid the $14 I got here like 15, 20 minutes later, and then we got to work recording. And that brings us to the current day and time. And Bobby, what are we doing today? Um, We are doing <laughs> some get to know you, Jenga. Um, so for those... Sorry for the terribly long intro. It looks like <laughs> we've been talking for almost 20 minutes, um, but that's kind of to be expected. This is how it's going to go most of the time. <laughs> Um, welcome to episode two, by the way. And yeah. um, um, go for it. May I? Yeah. All right. So for those who are only listening, between Bobby and I on her desk is a Jenga tower. And on each of the wooden blocks is a question involving just things that we would like to know about each other. Matt and I have known each other for six Years? Six years, and unfortunately, most of the conversation has been dominated by, like, fandom 
for like current going on. We still know a lot each other. Oh yeah, we, we know, know a lot about each other. We know plenty about each other. However, these are things that may not have popped up. Just these sort of are in general. kind of more in depth, but also in general things like favorite food. Um, the one that I just picked up says favorite word. Um, there's some in here that's like what. Um, would you donate a million dollars uh, or would you like keep it to yourself? I did these like back in September. I, I made this get to know you Jenga forever. You ago. don't remember all of them. And I don't even remember all of them. Which is awesome. Excuse me. Just because it. Uh, Ooh, delightful. <laughs> anyway, so we've got this getting to know you Jenga tower and she and I are going to take turns playing Jenga and we're going to be. I would say youngest goes first. So. Oh, nice. So you don't get to go for another several years. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's see here. In case anybody's wondering, I just whacked him on the leg. Deserved it. Yeah, you did. Anyway, so. If you need to move your mic, you can um, move it. All right. Um, I'm trying to see here. It's all right. Here's what we're going to do is we can just have it set up and then I will swivel it out of the way every time I take a turn. Okay. Yeah, except it's all loose now. Hold on. Boop. I was playing with this back piece. How? I didn't play with the front. There you go. Sorry, my bad. It's still loose. There we go. Anyway, my turn. Let's get started. Go. You're going straight for the bottom? Straight for the bottom, and here is why. Here is why. Here is why I'm going straight for the bottom. All of the weight will be on those bottom ones, which will make it sturdier, unless we topple it. Okay. Okay. Go. And he's already making it wiggle terribly. The question is, what is a relationship deal breaker? Okay, so here's the... here. I totally space this. Um, are you going to answer... The question, or am I going to answer the question? Both? Yes? Are these answers for, are we, do we want to take turns answering them, or do we want to just both have an answer for it? I mean, I don't know. I think we should both have an answer for okay. it. Okay. Push comes to shove, we cut the intro down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, or we just have an hour and a half long Episode of us playing freaking get to know you, Jenga. Yeah, so why not? Everyone else can get to know us and... We get to know each other. Get to know each other. So, relationship deal breaker, Bobby. Why do I have to go first on this one? Because you've um, had more relationships. <laughs> um, I would say... have got more field expertise. I've got more field expertise bullshit. My, my relationship status is are entirely hypothetical, theoretical. I would say the answer to that would be... Um, sorry. All right. Um, relationship deal breaker. I love to laugh. And if I can't sit and be silly and have fun with this person, whoever it may be, they need to GTFO because I can't do it. I think for me, biggest relationship deal breaker, a lack of communication. That's Which, a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the one hand, it's also, it's, on the first thing, it's a very important thing to have is communication in any relationship. 
Additionally, for me, I probably have a touch of the tism. So having very clear communication and intentions are, you know, important to me. And I don't pick that up all the time. No, you don't. (laughs) We have definitely had many an instance where things have gone awry. Yes. Just in regular conversation between the three of us, you, me, and B. Yeah. And it's just, it's important to me to be able to communicate. Yeah. Cool. So what did you pull up that made you laugh so hard? Um... Favorite book. Favorite, ooh. You know. Hey, Matt. Yeah. For those of the, for those of everyone listening, what do I have on my arm? Okay. So for her, I want to say second, was it second or third tattoo? Third tattoo. Bobby got on her entire upper arm and shoulder just this gorgeous piece of a dragon sitting on his horde of books. And every every spine on all of those books is an answer to this question, which is a favorite book of hers. So my my dragon, um, every spine is actually labeled with actual book titles. Um, and my dragon is sitting on his hoard. He is my bookworm. Puns! Because there is a <laughs> breed of dragon named a worm. Um, but I have... My favorite book specifically, um, and will always be my favorite book, is Aragon, which is actually sitting over there off on one of the bookshelves. Yep. Um, whole series is over there. Whole series <laughs> is over there. Um, I absolutely love it. I have read it a thousand times, listened to it on audiobook a thousand times. Um, it... Uh, it got me through a really tough time, so. I feel like, first of all, I feel like we should definitely come back to this in like a top 10 episode. Most Just definitely. go through books. Um, second, my favorite books tend to uh, fluctuate throughout my life. Currently, currently though, my favorite books are I my favorite, I would say one just my favorite one. book is probably John Green's The Anthropocene Reviewed because yeah it's such an interesting concept this idea of basically memoir through essay and uh review please excuse me my contact just freaked out I'm sorry it's okay like he's writing about his life experiences and it's done through topics like Mm -hmm. super mario kart or bonneville or humanity's capacity for wonder Mm -hmm. and it's just such a cool book (laughs) anyway i'm having all sorts of problems over here i'm so sorry i guess it's my turn i gotta pull out another one while you Mm -hmm. take a sip Oh, I take a sippy sippy. Oh, I'm so sorry if I'm making swallowing noises in the mic. Hey, uh, do us a favor. Turn that logo away. Turn that logo away. We're not sponsored. (laughs) We can't afford sponsors. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. Or or rather, sponsors can't afford us. We're just too damn good. Oh, get out. Oh, my God, Matt. All right. Next question. What's a future goal? 
I would say future goal, um, we are actually accomplishing it right now, which we will go into a little bit more. Um, Episode four. Hopefully we've planned out a bunch of episodes. Um, maybe four. And maybe four. Um, are we doing trauma bonding before New Year's resolutions? Or? Trauma, bo- trauma bonding is going to be, it's um, the how we met episode. Okay. Because trauma um, bonding is significantly a part of how we met. Yes. Um, but many, many levels of trauma. <laughs> so many. Led to us um, being together us being as a friends. Um, but. Um, anyway, life This goal. has been a future role for such a long time. And the fact that we're just sitting here recording. We're doing it. That we're accomplishing it. Um, future goal for me, I would say. Figure out who I am. Find a way to be authentic to myself. And just roll from it from there. Because right now I'm kind of at the point where I don't know who I am and I don't know what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, future goal. Live authentically. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on taxes? On taxes? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Um... That's the Jenga piece I just pulled. How angry do I want to make people? I would say try to keep it not political in any way, shape, or form because... Actually, okay, let me rephrase that. (laughs) Um, I would say let's not purposefully antagonize people. Okay. Um, I think taxes functionally are a good concept of providing, you know, systems and services that everybody needs like infrastructure and public libraries and schools and stuff however paying it it, it's hard because the poor pay too much and the rich pay too little yes i would say on paper (laughs) it's a fantastic thing um i would say in in um practice execution execution in execution it is fucking terrible isn't that the truth though for like everything involving people is that most (laughs) definitely all right let's see here okay there's a gap over there i can't mess with anything on that side nope diabolical because i yoinked that piece the Bobby yeeteth and the Bobby yoinketh away. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Haha, took it from the other side. What's the most annoying thing people do in public? Annoying thing? Yes. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, you answer. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's going to fall. That is going to fall. We are in such deep water now. Um, Go. Okay. So I think with regards to the most annoying thing that an individual can do, because collectively that's a different thing, but the most irritating thing an individual can do in public is 
basically try and one man protest. Like they get up on their soapbox with their amp and their microphone and they just shout stuff and force everyone else to listen. Because that's not how you convince people of any sort of topic. The best way to convince people is through actual legitimate logic and reasoning and appealing to their emotions and stuff, not just shouting it in the town Into square. the void. Yeah. Into the void! I remember specifically um, thinking that when me and my family back in 2019, so this was pre-plague, went to go and... <laughs> Pre-plague. Yeah, we went and saw uh, the Chinese theater in L.A. And yeah, there were people shouting about how the end times were upon us. And it was time to all. Migra- I mean, COVID. Yeah, I mean, they were specifically saying, though, that we needed to migrate to Mexico because the country was ending. <laughs> this was back in 2019. I mean, they're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Um, I would say the most annoying thing that people do in public um, would be eavesdropping, which I am I am at fault here myself. Eavesdropping is so fun, though. You get but on when a you're busy in public and someone is like having that like intense conversation with the phone and they're. Yeah, I'm definitely the person that's like, oh, God. Look away. The shame. <laughs> at the same time, though, you get on a busy train during rush hour. You and put you your stare at people. No, you put your headphones in. You do not turn any audio on. And then you just listen. And you people watch. That's horrifying. <laughs> okay. Um, people are horrifying. It's fine. Life's um, horrifying. What's the strangest thing that you've eaten? The strangest thing I've eaten. Um, oh. Nope. Keep going. Head keep going. gutter out. <laughs> I was thinking about that one dream that you had once upon a time. Oh, Jeebus. Uh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> I remember specifically a Thanksgiving dinner. I want to say like 12, 14 Years ago, years and years Mm -hmm. and years ago, um, my dad's side of the family, we ate quince. Have you ever had a quint? It is an apple-looking fruit. You can slice it up. And those things sucked the moisture out of everybody's mouths. Everybody at this Thanksgiving dinner table was like, why did we eat those? Those are disgusting. This is atrocious. Why did we do that? I would say escargot is the worst thing. Oh? No, the strangest thing that I've eaten. <laughs> that I... hurt oysters. But, like, that's because, like, the texture thing. Like, I just, I cannot. Yeah. Te- the slimy in my mouth. That's, like, jello shots, and I can't do those. I can't do jello, period. You can't do jello? I can't do jello. Like, the the gelatin jello, like, the wiggle jiggle. Yeah. Um, Can you do like the creamy jello where they like pudding? I can't do pudding either. No, 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 pudding no. makes me nauseous. Oh, right, right. I just remembered why you don't like jello. We'll get into that in a later episode. Pudding and jello are disgusting. <laughs> anyway, and um, I will die on that horse. It's a hot take of mine. I have a hard time with pudding and jello. One because of texture. Two because of overeating it and getting a stomachache from it once upon a time. Sorry, did you say that's a? You will die on that horse? 
I will die on my high horse. That's a weird high horse to die on, but okay. <laughs> it's my hot take. <laughs> All right. Um, it's did your you? Turn. Oh, it is my turn. Okay. Here we go. I'm logical, and Matt just sits here talking, and while he's busy answering his question, I'll be like, oh, yeah, let me yoink another piece out. So he takes forever. It's fine. Not fine. Everything's about to fall. <laughs> blow on the Jenga Tower. All right, I have to answer it. I have to read the question. Hold on. Biggest pet peeve. Mm. So similar to. What's the most annoying people thing? The most annoying thing people do in public. What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, uh, um, I would say. Half-finished work. Oh, that's cute. Sorry. It's okay. Half-finished work, as in you go in and the person before you on your shift just did not do pass-alongs. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. Yeah, that and, like, we both work in an industry where um, your job isn't as drastically affected, but... Um, my job and your old job. Yes. Excuse me. Um, (laughs) um, my job and your old job were drastically affected by people not communicating and doing a half-assed job. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. Um, biggest pet peeve. That's a good solid question i would have to say people who don't mind their own business thank you karen (laughs) um my jenga piece said what do you want to what job did you want as a kid as a kid um i mean we already talked about one of them yes um that was in a deleted recording um, was it? Yeah. Shit. We um, watch your profanity. I've been over here swearing up a ton, and you haven't said anything till just now. God damn, boy! It's called comedic timing. Whatever. And I'm amazing at it. No, you're not. I am so. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what was the question again? What job did you want as a child? Oh, right. Uh, I used to be obsessed with the wreck of the Titanic. I wanted to go down there. I wanted to be a diver. Well, not a diver, but I wanted to be, what's a submarine driver called? A submarine operator? Yeah, I wanted to be a submarine operator. Go down and look at wrecks. <clears throat> um, and then I was like, nah, I don't do well in closed spaces. But yeah, that's what I wanted to do when I was like 10. Um, what did I want to do when I was a kid? That's a really good question because I've wanted to do a thousand things in my lifetime. Um, I would say probably most notable was 
being a pilot. But then I found out that like pilots have to be really good at math. <laughs> and I suck at math. So preach. Preach. Same. You should grab another. All right. I'm really upset with you. us all oh oh thank you for not killing us all um who is the person you admired most that's a really good question i don't really have an answer to that anyone immediately come to mind no uh -uh. if we're talking like admire admire most yeah i would say so like someone that you look up to someone that has taught you a lot and i would definitely say that i have not had just one role model that's fair and i've had a lot of don't models yes not like role models negative role models don't do that um and so what not to do how not to act yeah. What not to be. And so I've, I've, I guess I don't really have a, like one specific person that like I admire most. <laughs> so sorry. Do fictional yeah. characters count? No, I would say people. Okay. Like actual, actual people. Actual people. There was, when I was growing up in our neighborhood, a bishop, his name was Jason. And he was awesome. He was funny. Everyone loved him. And he was always just so kind and patient with people. Mm-hmm. I, I should say is. He's not dead. He, I, I would like to. He compar- stopped being bishop, though. Yes. Well, I mean, once a bishop, always a bishop, kind of, sort of. But Bullshit. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You can swear as much as you no, like. No, no, no. More sorry for, like, the... shitting on people's religious beliefs. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Jason is awesome. And I looked up to him growing up. And okay. he's still cool. He's a cool guy. Um, My piece says, what are you the most passionate about? Ooh, that's a... Oh, oh this is going to fall. This is going to fall. This is going to fall. <laughs> Uh, what am I most passionate about? I would say... Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, yes, but... Legos. But... <laughs> I would say probably storytelling. Yes. Like, film and television and uh, stage production. Just all of that fascinates me. A lot of that comes from... Uh, back when I was a kid, I, me and my twin sister, we were preemies. And so we had terrible acid reflux for like the first 12 years of our lives. So I got sent home sick a lot. And eventually I ran out of DVDs to watch. And so I started watching the bonus features. And that... I don't think I actually knew that. Yeah. And just the idea that there are these hundreds and thousands of people who put forth the time and effort to tell a story, whether that be cinematographers, lighting directors. We've got 
sound direct mixers, special effects artists, hair, makeup, costuming. All of that goes in to creating a world and a story that you can get lost in. Yeah. And I just find that to be so fascinating, which is why it kind of gets me irritated when people will turn against or uh, defame an entire work of fiction based on one bad actor or one bad writer or one bad Oh, are we talking about the very wonderful, um, I would say, drama surrounding Hogwarts Legacy? I was not going to specify... Uh, Harry Potter. However, I mean, just think about all the people who turned against Johnny Depp before the truth came out in the Amber Heard Oh, yeah, case. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. A lot of people were and like, meh. Disney started, like, Disney. I think part of the reason why Pirates of the Caribbean was closed was because of that. Yeah. To be honest. And. I actually, I wondered about that a lot. Because as soon as, like, the whole, the leading up to the case, because we went. To Disney for my birthday and Pirates was closed. Pirates had been closed since like April. And that was really when. That kerfuffle. That kerfuffle really started to hit the ground running. And it really started gaining media attention and like presence on TikTok and like everything like that. So you think maybe they were trying to minimize Johnny Depp's likeness on the ride? I wondered about it. I really did. Yeah. Um. I I really, really, really did. It's interesting because there are so many. It's not just Johnny Depp and it's not just J.K. Rowling. Yeah, there's a lot of. Tons and tons of examples of people. But have you heard what's going on with Hogwarts Legacy? uh, People are calling for a boycott of it before it's even come out because they don't want to give J.K. Rowling any more money because she's a transphobic bigot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I do feel like that's really an unfortunate part of the film and television industry is that so many people's work gets discarded because of the decisions of uh, one person or the Mm -hmm. words and actions of one person. And I think the one that really boils my blood right now is this has nothing to do with the question that we asked by the way the question was what are you most passionate about and you got me off on a tangent yeah i know okay thing that i love how by the way um normally i am not the one just for the record as we get further into this you will see i am usually the one that's like "Ooh, look at this off in la la land i am not normally the one to bring us back down to reality yeah no i'm hyper focusing um but really the one contextual uh, situation that really boils my blood about a ton of people's work getting thrown away by one person's decision. Mm-hmm. Batgirl. There was a whole film of Batgirl that was filmed and the special effects were done and everything was ready to go. And then the current CEO of Warner Discovery was like, uh, yeah, no, we're just going to pull the plug on that and not release it. 
Well, and there's a there's a lawsuit going on with uh, Warner Brothers right now. Yes, if I recall correctly, and, uh, Gal Gadot, Henry Calville, and uh, what's his name? What is his name? Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, basically they were. Contra- this doesn't apply to you. They were contractually promised uh, roles, these roles for years and years, and now. Uh, Warner Brothers is like, hey, James Gunn, start over from the ground up. Yeah. And so James Gunn's in a hard position because the CEOs, the bigwigs, they're like, ha ha ha, we're going to screw over all of these people. And so, yeah, yeah there's a lawsuit involved. You, um, it was, what are we most passionate about? Okay. Yes. Because I haven't answered this question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, go ahead and pull one while I'm thinking. I can't pull one. It's already. It's look. Matt, pull a Jenga piece. Okay, here's my problem. Here's my problem. For those who are watching, you can't even see this either because it is leaning forward towards the camera. If I take. Oh, gosh. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> um, what am I most passionate about? I would say. I would say education. I would say education is the thing that I am the most passionate about. Great, Janet! <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, I would say that we've been... Take a sec to reset that. <laughs> Minus the answers we've done. I would also say it is... Um, just about time to wrap up, actually. So, what we could do um, is... Here. Last question that I pulled. Okay. What's one thing you wish was taught in school? I would say I wish that better financial literature was taught. I had a shit financial lit teacher. My phi lit teacher was just god-awful. And I fucking hate that man. He was a football coach. Nothing wrong with football. Um, but. Wait, wait. Uh, was this your first high school or your second high school? My first. Ah, I think I might know who you're talking about. I'm not going to say names. Well, I don't even remember his name. So you could spout off the whole list of coaches. Um, Matt and I, for my first year of high school, went to the same high school. We changed. I ended up changing schools. Um, so he does know some of my teachers. Um, but I fucking hated that man. I hated him so much. He taught me absolutely nothing. We did packet work and we watched the B movie. And that is what I remember from that Philet class. I'm sorry, the B movie? Yes. Why did we watch the B movie? I have no idea. I can't remember. It was just as bad as that stupid freaking history teacher. I was about to say, that sounds like a history teacher. Well, we'll get into Tell you what, we'll have to do a school experiences episode. However. We definitely will, especially about that that specific, not the Philet teacher, but the history teacher. Yes, who we will not name because we don't want to mess My with. mom is a U.S. history teacher, and she actually has met this teacher. And um, when he found out that she was my mother, is my mother, she's not dead. Uh, <laughs> she's dead to me. <laughs> um, but... When he found out that I was related to her, um, he legitimately went, 
oh my god that made so much sense she's just exactly like you gross and i was like okay i already hated you but i hate you even more now yeah um if i had to choose sorry one subject it would probably be swimming like i feel like that should be a required skill I we did a water aerobics in PE, a water aerobics unit, but we didn't learn to swim. And I really wish that I'd done that. I really wish that. I mean, it's not too late, obviously, but I do wish I that I teach you how to swim. Yeah, I do wish I'd learned young how to swim. Well, then I can teach you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just gonna pick one out of this lovely pile here. After family, what is one thing that you would save from a fire? One thing I would save from fire. I'm assuming pets count in family. Um, considering the fact that I live with my pets and my boyfriend, and you bet your ass those are the first things I'm getting out of this house, maybe minus the cat. <laughs> the cat. No, that's a lie. I would get my cats out. Yeah. I love my cats. Um, Even though they're pains in my ass. Something I would save from a fire. I have two objects. Okay. How about you go ahead? Okay. Um, first things first, I would save my computer because my life is on my computer. Yep. And you know that. And the second thing I would do is I would save my Xbox because my Xbox has not fiscal value to me, but it has independent nature value to me. It's got psychological value yeah, to you. Yeah, it's got psychological value. Like, I remember... Um, seriously, someone could like... Uh, they could steal my Xbox and I'd be heartbroken about it and I'd be like, oh, my Xbox is gone. But like, I... I am a firm believer in any amount of independence and um, in the next couple episodes we'll talk about some drastic life-altering experiences that I had um and one of them I ended up losing almost every possession that I had and basically having to start from scratch start from scratch I lost books that mean so much to me my mom is an author as well as a teacher um but my mom wrote books and I will never ever have physical copies of those books ever again because she only had so many that were in print and I will never ever own another physical copy of those books because of that um and I lost I lost a lot um and one of the things that meant the most getting back that it felt like I have now hit a point that mirrors where I was previous to this terrible experience happening was being able to get the xbox yeah was being able to sit down and be like i actually have an xbox and a playstation again and i actually still have that xbox yes i i specifically remember you being very much in tears when you got that because you were getting your life back together yeah because that that point when i hit it and i was like i am able to financially afford something nice and I'm not just digging myself out of a hole that I was shoved down. I started it um, and then ended up in a worse situation because of everything. Yeah. Um, I 
literally just remember sitting there and being like, I am actually back to a point where I can be able to desire things and get them instead of just desire them. Yeah. It was, a, it was the ability to be like, I want a new computer. I want an Xbox. I want a TV. It was. I want a dog. I want a cat. Going beyond your. I didn't want the cats. My mom no. gifted them to me. It was going beyond your basic needs. Yeah. And being able to have wants again. Yeah. Being be, being able to go past. I I have money for rent. I have money for food, and that's it. And now you're up again. Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of struggling, but that's because my that's, car's gonna cost a buttload to fix. And also, that's, that's just different. that's just life at this point. Two thousand. Five hundred fucking dollars to fix my goddamn car. Whatever. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I <laughs> sorry. I will be entirely honest. I don't have an answer for this one. There's not one specific item. Um, I actually okay. So I have a question. Oh, about this. actually, I have a lie. I, I uh, you have an answer. I have an answer. I lied. I have an answer. Okay. There is one book. That I would grab because of purely sentimental value. I can't even read this book. Okay. So. What book are you talking about? Bobby and I met through a mutual friend, B. Mm Mm-hmm. B and I did not uh, really start being friends until she got back from her study abroad. Wait, are you talking when about she, the Chinese copy? When she brought she brought home just this tiny little red copy of the communist sayings of Mao Zedong. Because she promised on our last day of school that she was going to bring back the most communist thing to ever communist. Because I was anti-communist in history class. <laughs> For the record, just an insight into the next episode. B, we absolutely love her. Um, B was forced into friendship with Matt. And we will get into that in detail uh, next episode. Present that he is talking about this book. She brought it, and I know why. Um, she brought it because he was such a pain in her ass in history class. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, is that. I very much think of that book as symbolizing the start of our actual friendship. And without that friendship with her, I would have never met you. And that's two people in my life who I would not trade for the world. Yeah. Symbolized in that book. Koru! Sorry, I'm yelling at my cat. Koru, stop it. You've been licking your... Can you whack him? He's been licking his foot for five minutes straight. He's going to lick it raw. Yeah, he is. And I don't know why he's licking it. But apparently it's bath time. Okay, cat. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's just... Yeah, the one copy of the communist sayings, that's... That is the one thing I'd say from a fire. Yeah. I I would love to, as I turn around and look at all of these books, um, due to the fact that I have lost books before, Yeah, I might take the one book that I have of my mother's 
I might. Yeah. But all of these books have been, I've replaced them all. Yes. I've, you bought um, Harry Potter for me, which replaced my Harry Potter collection. Yep. Um, my, the reason why I say he bought it is because it was my Christmas gift. We actually bought each other, um, not on the same year. No. Um, but we bought each other our house books. So they have these beautiful dust jackets that are for each of our houses. Um, and, um, Aragon was replaced. Yeah. And I have Narnia. And I have books that I didn't have before, and I've got books that I used to have, and um, all of these are replaceable, yeah. which they have been. Yeah. Every single one of them. I none of these books did I own when I came when I moved in. Yeah. None of them. None of them were mine. Hmm. I bought every single one of them. Actually, that's a lie. Um. When I moved back down here, yeah, a thousand naked strangers. Um, one of the Tom Clancy books, and there's like two others, and that's it. Yeah, and all of the, of all of those, and those are all just replaceable. Yeah, I think if I could choose. For you, one book that you'd probably grab, it'd probably be the one that you've been collecting quotes in. Uh, yes, which reminds me. We forgot to do that for episode one. We did, um, which is fine. We can go ahead and do it for two. Yep. You want to close us out with a quote, Bobby? Uh, why don't you pick one? Ooh. Pick one and I'll read it. Because I can read my handwriting and you can't. Out of random? Any of these little blue, any of the little tags... Um, pick one that has a tag and hand it over. What was... Do you want me to do the one that I just did today? Yes. Okay. So today I was scrolling Facebook and I found this quote. And, um, one thing that I really want to do when closing out the pod every single day, uh, or every single day, every single episode is, um, giving a quote because I have this lovely notebook that is, um... From 2017 is when I started this, started gathering these. Um, they are all things that I have either thought or been told or found, and they are all just wonderful, and I want to share them. Um, so today when I was scrolling on Facebook, I found this quote um, by Adam Grant, and it says, too many people spend their lives being dutiful descendants instead of being good ancestors. The responsibility of each generation is not to please their predecessors. It's to improve things for their offspring. It is more important to make your children proud than your parents proud. And it resonated because I had a massive blowout with my mom last week. Yeah. And I guess that's the that. Yeah. Um, Bobby, where can they find us? <laughs> you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at at Misadventures of Us. Um, also, 
at tw- um, on Twitter under of Bobby and Matt. And um, there's also um, what is it called? I can't remember. I don't know. Um, links will be down in the what is it called? What is the show word? notes? That links will be down in the show notes. We're gonna be on. <laughs> Um, Spotify and hopefully Apple Pod and a couple of other places. Pod beans, if we can manage Pod it. Pod beans. Um, but yep, so. links will be in the show notes. Awesome. With that, I'm Matt and I'm Bobby, and we'll uh, see you next time. Toodles. Deuces.